everyone. Welcome back to Read the Room podcast. It's your girl Merv. It's your girl Ambria. <laughs> Anyways, <laughs> welcome back uh, to a new episode. We are excited to be back. I was going to say have y'all, but we don't have y'all. We're um, excited to chit chat. To chit chat with y'all today. How was Thanksgiving? I was gonna say, how's your Thanksgiving? Mine was boring. My family boring. So, what do y'all do? Nothing. We just, just get the house. We was watching um, Fast and Furious. Okay, so no. If y'all watching a movie, we always sitting here watching a movie and eating. That's it. Do you cook some? I made some ribs. Whoa. Who cooked the rest? Everybody else. So, do y'all do your nuclear family, or you do aunties, uncles? Yeah, we do everybody. That. Yeah. Okay. But then our family is kind of like all over the place. So we do just people that are in Champagne. Okay. And then people that are in Iowa, they just do their own thing oh, too. Okay. Sometimes we'll, we used to do like a back and forth, but. I did not know you had family in Iowa. I do. I do. Whoa, unfortunately. That's kind of weird. Yeah, no, we went there one time. I was like, I'm never coming back. I like Iowa. Wait, what part? Waterloo. It's like some no clue. country Dubuque, though. Dubuque. I've never Dubuque? heard anybody get hype about Iowa. Dubuque. I like Iowa. I What's went a few Iowa? weeks ago. Wasn't One of my friends and oh. hiking trees. Oh, okay. You know, mm-hmm. yeah. small town. Anyways, my Thanksgiving was good too. Family, food, music. Yeah, drinks. The regular, regular. All that good stuff. Anyways, so today, I guess we gotta start off with like, it's been a lot of deaths lately, so we gotta do some RIPs. Rest in peace, Young Dolph. Uh, rest Death. in peace, Virgil Abloh. Rest in peace, all the students that lost their lives in that school shooting, like, literally a couple days ago. Okay, when, tell me, like, what? I don't know anything about it. I yeah, there was like, a, a school shooting in Oxford, Michigan. Um, I read some reports that it might have been, like, some bullying-related, but a young uh, student came into high school, you know, shot, I think, three people, three three students died. A 14-year-old and, I think, like, 15, 16-year-old. Oh my god. Yeah, it was so sad. There was actually a video of potentially, excuse me. Okay, we're back. Uh, (laughs) A video um, of potentially. Yeah, so it was a video one of the students took like on their Snapchat or something. It was basically um, them in a classroom like trying to be quiet. You know how like Uh stuff like that goes. And there's like someone outside the door. They're like saying that they were impersonating a like sheriff, like an officer, because they were like, police that came on campus what so they were like trying to talk to the person and then i guess the person said bro so they was like oh this must be the shooter so yeah you see them all just like running out the the window because it's like a one one story um uh-huh. yeah. school so they run out the window and you see them go to like where the officers were i'm like oh okay our it's a lot yeah going on my sister actually right before we started recording called me and was like my co-workers i think is his nephew or something was killed in Pilsen. He was waiting for a ride chair. Today? No, she said it was the day before Thanksgiving. Oh my God. Waiting for like an Uber to come. Somebody pulled up on him and just killed him. Did they know him? Or I guess they were not. Like, well, we don't. I mean, as far as we know, like it was just a random act of violence. Like, you can't even wait for an Uber. You can't do anything without the chance of being harmed. So, can't go to school. You can't, you can't be at home. You can't. You be, can't. You're like not safe anywhere. anywhere, unless you're in Cuba and you know that they will kill you if you do a crime <laughs> on somebody else. So like, pick right. your poison. And those like civilians take, you know, yeah, yeah. yeah so, so 
Dang, well, that's that. Yeah, a lot of depressing news around this this holiday season. Yeah. But holidays are be bittersweet for that reason, I feel like. Like, Well, why is it so somber right now? It should have been spread out. Thanksgiving should have been, like, mid in the summertime. (laughs) (laughs) Christmas in the, you know, end of the year. Yeah, because that was a lot. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah. RIP to everybody that's lost their lives for no reason. And we're still in the middle of a pandemic. Like, we've been doing... They're With talking about the. Variant. I know. My friend Jordan is calling it the Omarion. What? <laughs> <laughs> Omarion actually released a statement about that. He was just like laughing along with everybody. About the variant? Yeah. So it's a thing. Like yeah, he knows everybody's doing it. Okay. The Omar, he really. It's his time again. Because it he, is. He, from that he, dance. Uh, uh, uh. I don't know anything about the Omicron variant though. They said it was in South Africa and what, like what? Yeah, so that was that was a huge issue around it. Um, basically, so it it didn't start in, in South Africa. Okay, it started where, where, where all the diseases start in Europe okay. with them people. The um, but the scientists in South Africa they did all that sciencey stuff and figured out that there was a new variant because I'm pretty sure a case got to there, but it started in Europe. But then they did the travel Trickle ban down on to... South Africa, Malawi. Really? Oh, so yeah. it's a travel ban right now again? Yeah. They're doing it to like African countries. Where all, have even I... though uh-huh. it's in Europe that it started. Uh-huh. Which is xenophobic. Travel xenophobic ban again. Issues. Yeah. So we'll see how 2022 shapes out to be. Okay. Like, whoa. It might. We, we might could go down. No, we won't. Joe Biden's the president. We're not going to go down like that. Is it, are they saying that it's um, vaccine, like... No, it's going to take a minute for them to come out with a vaccine. Oh, so they need a new... Yeah, they need a new vaccine to fight this new strain of COVID. I'm tired of it. We're never getting out of the pandemic. We're never getting out. If we would have done what we needed to be done... In the beginning. In the beginning, we would have been in a much better position now, but we did not, and we're here. Okay. Well, this is six, so so get ready for twenty twenty two for even more people to die because that's what happens at least in this country. Well, cozy up at home, people. Yeah. Make your space look what you want it to look like yeah. because you're gonna be in there. That's I hope be. we go on a lockdown, but I know this country won't support its people. So I guess not. Those people still need to make a living. I feel like we're still exp- well, we're still in the pandemic, but like the effects of like desperation and people from the beginning of it, like that's still going on. Mm-hmm. So it's like it will only get worse. Yes, ma'am. Well, this is somber, right? Um, a somber start to a somber topic. Do we have? I was gonna say, do we have anything chipper to talk about? Because this topic isn't that. Mm-hmm. I already had nothing chipper to talk about. Okay, well, life is less life in right now. <laughs> I feel like Loki on so, yeah <laughs> on social media has been funny seeing everybody being like yep it's it's pretty it's, tough yeah these days yep. well we are here with y'all we are experiencing the same thing yep so okay. um, so on to even more somber topics today we're talking about the sexualization of, of black girls and black women I'll just throw that yeah. in there that is today's topic it's um it's a heavy one. <laughs> It's this is so one. sad. Somebody's listening to this right now. Like I'm having a bad what? day, and this and I, I don't know. Well, at the end of the day, we're a podcast and we're humans too, so yeah. we can discuss the happy things and we can discuss the more difficult things. Yeah. Like at the end of the day, it would be unrealistic for all of our topics to be chipper, chipper and somber. Yeah. Oh no, somber is the bad one. Chipper. 
Yeah, we should do a sweet tea though, because I feel like it's been yeah. a lot of tea. We'll do a roundup, like end of the year. Sweet tea. Yeah, because yeah, how messy. But in the meantime, yeah. So the sexualization of black girls and women. If you are a black girl or a woman or a black woman, you you you. Sh- hey, this is our life. Yeah, <laughs> this is every day for us. Literally. But in order to understand this topic, we had to go back to where it all started. With them people. Oh my god. The colonizers, the white folks, the <laughs> white people, them crackers. You are <laughs> I'm bleeping that on the video. Too bad everybody listen and don't watch the video. <laughs> no, because this topic is like it calls for a little bit of that because when we're talking about the sexualization of black girls, like I said, we have to go back to the beginning. We have to go back to uh slavery. Back to when they started shipping, stealing people, breaking up families, and all that good stuff. So the sexualization of black girls. To me, it means that when you look at a black girl, a black woman, you automatically think, oh, that's a sexual person because the way her hips curve, the way her, you know, clothes fits on her, yes. the way she, you know, expresses herself, that is sexual sexualization yes. of a black girl woman to agree i feel like too closely associating the identity of a black woman girl teen yeah with sex and yeah. i feel like okay over sexualization sounds like a really big complex topic but we experience it on a daily mm-hmm. like you see and especially us who grew up like that yeah. you see a little girl say for example and our ship Nicole went through this. I'll give her exact story actually. So mm-hmm. she had gone to school with her friends matching. And I have wrote about this in a paper. They went matching. They had on their shorts, their shirts matching. Boom, boom. She's the only black girl. Okay. In the group. I think they were in high school. Nicole, of course, has some, you know, but she has some hips. She has yeah. a little more body. The white girls were just, you know, straight up and down. Right. Nicole got called to the principal's office and they told her that she needed to change because her outfit was inappropriate. Like her shorts were too whatever, boom, boom, bam. So they made her have on some big old like basketball shorts all day looking crazy. The other girls did not because they associate the natural curvature of the black woman body with sex. Mm -hmm. as And other people, they don't. Or you think about like little girls, if they have their hair straight. It's like, oh, she fast. It's like, what? Yeah, yeah. why do people do that? Yeah. And that's what we're going to explore. The why. And like I was saying, we got to go back to them people. So when (laughs) the colonizers first started colonizing um, and they landed in Africa, the culture was so different to them. They were just like. Oh my god! Yeah. In a way, they were fascinated, but then they were also like disgusted. Yeah. In the way that they saw the people, how they were just living in their culture, and in that time, there were instances of polygamy. Uh, people didn't wear as much clothes as the colonizers. I want to know the truth behind the polygamy thing. What do we know? Because I feel like yeah, it's a real thing that it was so deeply embedded, and they that was just against their work. Catholic, probably predominantly Catholic view. What, against the white people's? I'm saying the white people were against the polygamy because... I have no idea why they were against that. That's something I didn't explore. I didn't even think about that. 
it might have just been okay that's a, like that isn't consistent with what's in my bible yeah or something but then they did know. use the bible as a weapon so i i would understand yeah so perhaps we could explore that another time but, but yeah they saw the way that they dressed and the way that they even did like you know tribal dances and you know like a lot of dances in um on the continent it's very sexual in nature but it's not like oh i'm trying to like you know you know what I'm saying? Like, it's a weird, it's just like, like the moving of the hips, they associate that to be like very like sexual. And even though it's just kind of like what we do. I was just going to say like, even us referring to it as sexual might not even be the right way to refer to yeah. it. Like they, certain movement emphasizes like the curvature of the woman's yeah. body and like the beauty in it really. Mm-hmm. But like, because they so closely associate yeah. that with sex, it's like, okay, now this is sexual dancing. Like if, you know, we know yeah. what everybody considers to be sexual dancing, mm-hmm. but um, yeah. So they saw all of that, and they automatically were like, "Oh, okay, these people are like sexually like lewd people," yeah. which also ties into how they saw a lot of people on the continent as savages or like barbarians yeah. because mm-hmm. they're just doing something that's so foreign to them, yeah. and they don't know what to label it. So they're just like, "Because you don't fit into this mold of what white people in Europe are like," then you're hose your hose your, <laughs> your, your monkeys your, all yeah, that good yeah. stuff so that's kind of where that starts from and as we move more into black women you start to see they're using like their full figuredness like their full breast and their uh-huh. full bottoms as reason for them to um justify them raping them because okay because you have this full figure you must then be like must a sexual be. it's in your nature to be sexual right. so if I take advantage of you, then it's not a big deal because that's that's what you are. Yeah, I feel like that speaks to certain groups of people finding themselves to be more important. Like, okay, so whatever you have that's good about you or I deem good about you, like, how can I make it for my benefit? Like, okay, well, that looks good to me, so let me take it on. And I feel like that's also another layer of the sexualization of the black woman. Like, in the slaveholding era, mm-hmm. the whole purpose of the black woman was to create children yeah. so that they could have more people to work on their plantations. That's so if the, if your whole reason for existing in my society is to have sex, then of course I'm going to be like, right. okay, well you're a sexual being, you're promiscuous. Yeah. All you do is, you know, but it's like, no, y'all did that. Yeah. Like that wasn't nobody right. else's. You saw me in my culture doing what I do. Cause there are still to this day cultures where they, uh, wear minimum clothes. That's just like yeah. how they operate. Yeah. And honestly, it'd be hot on the continent. I was so. literally gonna say Damn. like it makes sense <laughs> to yeah, wear less. Cl- we wear less clothes in the summer. Yeah. Hello. So and that's just like kind of how they live in their cultures. And they here here come them people talking about oh because you do this then you're you're you know sexually lewd and yeah. you know you're just sexual in nature and because of that I can take advantage of you. And then you see. As they come over to the Americas, you know, like you said, they're used just to pop out kids. Yeah. So they're constantly pregnant, yeah. constantly being raped. So it's just like, it just keeps on yeah. this justification of yeah. them being this, you know, overtly sexual and doing too much sexually. Yeah. Just kind of justifies all the violence. Yeah. That black and, women face. And I read something because I always talk about, I wrote a paper on... Everything yeah. that I wrote about in law school was yeah. somehow connected to the experience of the black woman. But they talked about, I think it's easy to be like, okay, white people, white men were having sex with them or whatever. But also white women, like mm-hmm. existing in a society with black women who 
where their breast and their butt right. and all these things are sexualized and men are like, ooh, I like that. In a lot of instances, as we know, they were having sex with their slaves. Yeah. So if you're the white woman and you're like, okay, my husband is smashing her. Yep. How can I make it seem like she's wrong? Like she's bad. That's them being exactly. like, you're promiscuous. Like yeah. you're a whore. Like I'm the wife. I'm the mm-hmm. pure thing. And it's like, okay, yeah. that further drives the divide between, you know, white and black, but then white women, black women. Mm-hmm. And I think that's why it's important to have topics like these centered just around black women. Yeah. Because white women have had so many privileges and they have participated in the violence against black women like crazy. I just watched um, 12 Years a Slave for the first time. Really? A couple weeks ago mm-hmm. or last week. That was a hard movie to watch. I was yeah. like, this is a lot. But the white woman in um, in the movie who was married to Lupita's uh, master, mm-hmm. she's the perfect example. You see your man is going over and having sex with this girl, but then you deem her the problem because your man can't control himself and mm-hmm. continues to rape this woman. Yeah. And then now she's getting, now Lupita's character is getting lashings because of this white woman. She's jealous of it's just a it's yeah. crazy to me. I feel like that's a good depiction of exactly what we're talking about. Yeah. Like you said, like I don't know. I, in this day and age, when it's like women power, you it's be, like you, you guys. Be specific. Let's be. You gotta be specific. <laughs> yeah. That's why I like things like the women's march. I don't believe in all that type of stuff because it'd be too many white women. It'd be white women leading it without acknowledging where in his what the role white women have played in history it's always women didn't get the right to vote no let's be honest y'all got the right to vote before we did yeah and what was that lady name that they was talking about susan b anthony and how every time it's time to vote they go put them stickers on her fucking grave i'm like but what did she do (laughs) no for what did she do for women because they always frame it as women empowerment women no you have to be real specific she did a lot of shit for y'all yeah for and if a y'all want to walk in that woman. cool do that that's that's yeah. y'all prerogative but don't make it like a women's empowerment she did this for all women no she literally said what she said she'd rather like cut off her arm or something yeah then let ab- yeah. like please let's be honest yeah. so that's why we here having these conversations but um <laughs> back to the relationship between black women and, and white women also, when the black women would go up for auction, they would, like, strip them of their clothes because, mm-hmm. you know, they got to inspect and yeah. do all of that. They would just be there just, like, naked and, you know, everything is out. And then you see these white women that will come to these auctions. They'll be dressed to the nines from yeah. the head to toe. So yeah. now they're seen as, like, the angelic, modest, you know, yeah. pure woman. And yeah. then you have this this beast, for lack of better words, that just is what they out, to as, you know, yeah. in the open with all her goods out and... Yeah. So that further perpetuates this black women are super sexual while women are just angels. Yeah. So I, I literally, I read something. I feel like the article was called some womanhood was in the title of the yeah. article. And it basically said that white women built the definition of femininity and womanhood off what they felt like black women were the opposite of. Mm. So like at the time, like you said, black women are out in the open and they are up for auction and they're right. naked. So they're like, okay, like let me cover up. Exactly. And they were having sex with a bunch of people. So they're like, okay, like let me keep right. it. Like So it's literally, they created this night and day black and white sort of construct. And then we see the effects of it, you know, like into even mm-hmm. to today. Yeah. That's where I was going with that. And even after slavery ended, we 
Move into this period after slavery, and I wrote that in our notes that up until 1960s, no Southern white man has ever been convicted of raping a black woman. In the ni- until the 1960s. 1960s. My mom was born in 1972. Mine was in 60-something. I don't know what age. But so, yeah. like, in the last, like, was that, like, 60-ish years? 60, 70-ish years? Somewhere around that. That? That's a small time window. That's tiny. Yeah, that's a very small. That's crazy. And you think, like, okay, so what was happening before that? <laughs> you would just get raped. Oh, so there's actually like, uh, this documentary on on um, Netflix called The, the Rape of... Racy Taylor, you ever heard of her? Mm-mm. That was the uh, the black woman that was raped by the four white men. All right, this is around the civil rights okay uh, time era. But there's a documentary on. That. I haven't watched it yet, but I just I meant to watch it. But they talk about her rape and like obviously she doesn't get no justice for it because yeah who she she gonna go up against a jury of her peers or who what, are the peers yeah, at that um, time white people they're not finna put four white boys don't in, get me started in jail for, on the peers yeah for for raping some random black girl yeah. they're not gonna do that but um one thing that i did think was was um i guess it's not knowing where we are now in relation like in the relationship between black men and black women where it said in the article that, that i was reading that even when black women would get raped by black men, they didn't want to say anything because they didn't want to risk the. Oh my killed. god, that's so terrible. But yeah, like that's terrible. But it makes sense. It makes sense. Like, I'm just like that is so fucked up to I, me. I feel like that even happens now. Like yeah, you, you hear about like domestic violence situations, and it's like I don't want to call the police because. I don't want, you know, like, I don't want something to happen. I don't yeah. want you to get killed, but it's like, damn, they're but like, your own protection, like, your own safety. violence on you. And we give, uh, we give, I feel like that's going to be my life's work is to break this. Making people stop, give so much grace. No, not even people, black <laughs> women in particular. People. That's the only people I care about. Like, this, um, what is this loyalty that we have to black men? <laughs> I think it needs to... No, I'm not, I'm not even being funny. Like, well, I'm dating really, a Puerto Rican, so you. <laughs> I'm just kidding, Boy. you guys. Oh, to black men, I feel like that bond needs to be broken because it's too goddamn tight. I think that it either needs to be broken or they need to start rocking for us harder, and that's not going to happen. And which one is easier? So, <laughs> yeah, it's easier to break it than to get them to see us as people because at the end of the day, they're still men. They okay, still so if that. you're if you're a black man listening to this podcast right now, and if your question is. Like, what do we do that's so bad? Like, why do we need to... No, their their sentiment would probably be something to the extent of, like, no, let's work together or something. What would you answer to that? Like, to what, if, let's work if, together? Yeah, if their sentiment is like, okay, I don't think that it's productive for you to just give up on black men. I think it would be more productive to, like, find a compromise. What would be what's, your response? What's the compromise? I would ask them, what the hell is the compromise? <laughs> I'm asking you, Chipper, what would be a compromise? There is other- none. I think okay, it just so. needs to be broken because it. I think it's just been too many years of black women just carrying the black community on their fucking yeah, backs. And yeah. we get nothing in return except for violence. Like, most black women, they're going to die in, what's it called, like, same same race relationship because of domestic violence is that bad. Yeah. They're killing us. Yeah. And it's not even something that's just like, oh, like, oh, you just hate men. I do, but, like, this is actual facts, too. Yeah. Like, this is, like, the statistics just show that, like, you're more likely to just die and enter partner or whatever the fuck. Yeah, relationship. You know, relationship with the same race. Yeah. And it's like, what more can we do? And that's why when I hate when niggas would just 
tweet dumb shit about black people <laughs> not supporting them. <laughs> and, you know, I ain't never seen a girl, you know, really be down for a dude. Then you blind. You're from a single parent <laughs> household raised by your mother. What the fuck are you talking yeah, about? Yeah, you know? Yeah, it'd yeah. be stuff like that. So yeah. it, it really goes deep into our community. And I wish, like, I wish I had the answer. My answer is a little bit morbid. So, like, I don't attempt <laughs> to not share it. <laughs> so, so I got to keep it, like, real political on here. Like, you know? Well, I would, all I can do is talk about it. I would invite, I will post a clip or of something like this and invite any black man to propose a solution. Yeah. Like, okay, y'all really don't look out for us. Like, no. we look out for y'all. Exactly. So what do you propose we do to exactly. fix this? Like, when they're dying, who's on the front lines? Us. When we're dying, who's there? Us. The person, who, like, right, they're like, <laughs> us. For the most part, like, when you look at the numbers, it's really black women is leading all... Looking out for us. Yeah. yeah, I feel like, yeah, it, it's really yeah. bad. We even talked about this. Were we talking about, um, was it something about a sexual assault? Like, you know, calling out your friends, like, if they're like, I was ju- weird behavior. That's what I was thinking. Yeah, yeah, like, in order for black men to be better about the way that they treat black women, that would require them to talk about more than basketball yeah. games right. and little baby yeah, and like whatever damn, that's crazy yeah no yeah it would require like. them to talk about <laughs> their feelings and i feel like that's another issue yeah. that we have in the community and yeah. we've discussed it plenty like let's let's open up some yeah. let's start working on what's going on let's in your mind. therapy let's yeah. i don't know journal let's figure out why you are the way you are. Yeah, you know. but most people are like 10,000 steps behind on that. So for, yeah. they don't even know themselves enough to get to the point where they realize that they contribute yeah. to treating black women bad. Yeah. Like, And they always try to like make like a distinction in like the male category of the people who are doing that. Oh, those are men. Those are boys. And y'all, y'all are bitches. So like, come <laughs> on, let's. Let's, what does that have to do with the conversation at hand? Uh, yeah. What does that have to do with the conversation? Like, stop but deflecting. You, you're really, that's so true. Because the deflection be strong. Like, okay, that's that's them. That's not us. Right. It's like, okay, but I know your friend. <laughs> okay. And I know your other friend. Yes, like, so what? Because how come every time it's a group of girls, one's a host, so we all host. It's a group of y'all, one's rapist, and all of a sudden y'all not rapists? We talked about the, what was, I don't remember what that episode was, but we talked about it at length. Yeah. Because I feel like something had just happened and it was like a bunch of people trying to sweep it up. Oh, yeah. we're handling it in house. And they're just going, damn, that's crazy, bro. That's what they do is they like handling Dang, like they right. tweeting about you. Right. That's all that's crazy. Like, <laughs> they don't call so... out their friends. They don't like be like, bro, I'm about to like stop fucking with you because you're not. They don't do that. No. They continue to fuck with It's so just you're... accepting people exactly. as predators. Exactly. So, in relation to our topic of sexuality, that black girls, that bond needs to be broken because we just haven't ever been protected across the board. Fair enough. Fair enough. And don't get me wrong, like, this is not an attack on any individual person. Because, of course, there's, like, decent people in every realm. But it's, like, as a whole, like, the proof is in the pudding. Like, it's not a personal thing. It just... just, It's just the facts. We really can't fight the truth. And that's that on that. 
But um, this moves us into um, the different stereotypes of black women that we see in the 1900s, so the 20th century, even into now. Yeah. Um, first, we have the Jezebel, which is like right in a line with what we're talking about. The Jezebel yep. is a girl who's seen as promiscuous. Yep. Easy. Yep. Sex to, in well, back in those days, sex to satisfy insatiable desires for white men. Fulfills master's sexual and economic desires. Uh, oh, here's a here's like another portion of it. Mulatto, half-breed, half, half light-skinned, long hair, shapely bodies with few African features. Jezebel. They used to call um, Josephine Baker Jezebel. Really? Mm-hmm. Well, she was a very sexual person. She mm. was like really pro-sex. Mm. Um, and then you have the Mammy. So the Mammy was... Um, the auntie. Yeah, pretty... She was desexualized, but she was... I guess she was still, in some ways, sexualized. You know what I'm saying? I feel like they desexualized the black woman through the mammy, so that it, so that the black woman could be used for labor. Yeah. In other ways, that's like okay, not just childbearing, but could you cook for me too? Though, literally. like that's, it says here, asexual nurturing fulfills master's family's domestic needs. Yeah. Dark skin, large African features portrayed as unattractive. Yeah. Then that I, that made the black woman acceptable under their roof. Exactly. Because if you, you can come in. Sexy, why you're not finna come in here? But if you not that cute and could cook, why, then like be, oh, we definitely could yeah. Rock, right? Okay. And then we got the welfare mama. Oh, that one was more recent. <laughs> Sex with African American men to breed, not useful to white culture's needs, living off the system, physical appearance undefined and unnecessary. Talking about to breed. You know what's interesting? I took a class and it was like sex law. Yeah. And I love that class. I love Lindgren, if you're listening. This <laughs> my <laughs> teacher. I love I loved her to death. But an interesting conversation came up, and it was basically like talking about the right of a woman to procreate. Mm-hmm. Like people say, oh, the welfare queen or whatever. So say you're born into whatever, a, a low income community, and you make minimum wage. Say you yeah. make $7 or $8 or whatever. But say you always wanted to be a mom. Yeah. Like say your calling in life was to be a mother. Yeah. So you continue having kids. Like, where where do our morals as a society lie in a situation like that? Like, can you say, is it fair to be like, okay, you can't afford no more kids, so stop having yeah. kids? Because I'm, if I'm being realistic with myself, if I see somebody doing that, I'm like, you can't afford no more kids. Yeah. But then it makes me question, is that right? Because that's kind of wrong. Like, yeah. should, should your you know, womanly right to have children be cut off based on right. society's, what, deeming you right. productive? Like, to what extent? Exactly. And that's a hard one to answer because, like, immediately you'd be like, well, if you can't afford the kids, stop having the kids. But then right. it's like, there's systems put in place that make that it make so it that so you can't afford the kids. Exactly. And because if, if, Minimum wage kept up with inflation. Everybody would be able to afford their kids. Yeah. And then you can have as many kids as you want. You would be able to afford it because you have to pay to back it up. But because everything circles back to the system. Yeah. Which is. We're just too ingrained in it. Like every part of our lives is is impacted by the system. 
every single part you you also consider like there's so many more things that affect our community say you're you want to have kids boom bam yeah then you're with the dude and he was also making too little so say he turns to the street for some extra money right. he gets arrested now he's in jail so right. now you on welfare because right. you're a one-parent household but yeah. like so what like, like right what are the options they really yeah. they really sometimes in some situations they really don't give you no options but to turn to like the streets yeah you because said, what are you gonna turn do to stuff that's just like not deemed as legal then it's gonna pay you so much less. Like yeah. it just the last one, the the last stereotype of black women that we have is sex to emasculate. It's called the matriarch. Is so they basically use sex to emasculate and control men. They're not very useful to white cultural needs. Seen as a source of African Americans' problems, physical appearance also undefined and unnecessary. I think I never heard of this one. I this new. It's a new one. Yeah. Oh, we this are ever revolving, right? <laughs> but in in all these instances, they're all it all boils down to like their body or their interest or access to sex in some way, and it's basically turned as a negative thing towards them. Yeah, because being inherently sexual is there's nothing wrong. With no, that. it's your body, your choice. Do what you gotta do. But the way society perceives black women. You can't just be, you can't be out. You can't just do that. You can't. You can, but be ready to vent with a lot of like. You can't just exist. I think is the whole point of like all these stereotypes. Like no matter what kind of person you are, like you can't just be that and it be that. It's all about like how society perceives you Mm -hmm. and what value you are to society at large. Like nobody else is talking about like, okay, like. This white woman had a bunch of kids or right. something. Like, nobody cares. Right. If and people I, and are... I think a part that we miss when, when, we're, when we're talking about, like, in the black community, how for any little thing, you're going to be called fast or grown. If you wear shorts, it's like, you know, don't wear that shorts around men. It's like, no, you're, you need to check these men who are around. looking at me at 11, 12, 13 years old, even younger, wearing shorts. It's hot. It's <laughs> It's ninety degrees. It's Let the girls 90, have thousand degrees. their legs out. I should be able to have my legs out and not be accosted, assaulted, or right. anything of that nature. Right. But here we are. But here we are. Boom! Boom! Like, where do we go from there? Yeah, it's it's quite sick. But we're not gonna. We don't have the answer. We're not gonna have the answer today. You know, we um, never have the answer. We're just here to promote the message. <laughs> That's all we can You got the answer, please. All let us know because it's all. Yeah, that's really interesting. I'm thinking about like stereotypes. I feel like in recent times, like now, white women have the stereotype Mm -hmm. of like being a Karen or whatever. Yeah. But before that, what did they have? And also, is that like? I don't even know. Like, I don't think. I feel like stereotypes are things that can cause you harm. Someone calling white women a Karen doesn't really cause them any much harm. It doesn't. It's literally pointing out the fact that they're causing other people harm. <laughs> exactly. And then even if they do get like a little slap on the hand, they're going to get their jobs right back. Uh, yeah. That's what I've seen that happen so many times yeah. in those big like viral social media yeah. moments yeah. where like a white woman's being racist and then yeah. turns around and becomes a director of a company. Yeah. Like they get rewarded for that type of behavior. Us on yeah. the other hand. And I think it's it's also, this is not me body shaming or sex shaming or anything like that, but the sheer amount of white girls I went to school with that was fucking early on 
That's and then a, the black girls was getting caught fast. Nobody talks about like, and I don't know if that's we're too culture. quiet about that. We need to bring. We need to <laughs> amp that up. Where the fuck is the speakers at? Amp that shit. I don't up. know if that was a. I didn't understand. Like I didn't know if that was a culture thing or it was just a. But I heard um, like sometimes they were taught just do whatever you want and then just get a husband. Like just whatever. Like just. Oh yeah, they definitely be on they, they Mrs. Track. <laughs> Partner track of the firm. They, this is track. They ain't gonna get them a goddamn ring. Yes. By any means necessary. But I'm like, I, I just remember that. Like, there were so many young, you know, young white girls doing what they do, but the, the black girls were the ones that were hosed. Yes. And we're the fast ones. Just by the way that we look, you can't control how your body is, especially in that time period. And you're getting used to it. That's also yeah. another thing we don't talk about. Like, you're telling a little girl, like, oh, like, you fast, you this, you that, and she's just growing into this body. Yeah. She's just figuring out, like, you know, how do you feel comfortable in your body if at every moment someone's telling you that you are exactly. more advanced because of it or you're going to get certain attention right. because because of it? That's typical. It's so damaging to our psyche. So you yeah. grow up to, like, you know, cover up and, like, you know, not show to me. Am I showing? It is my body. It's so much on top of already going through, like, a weird time period and going through, like, middle school and high school, which are just awful times it's a lot in your life it's so. a lot even as an adult i was at thanksgiving and my i had on a little v-neck mm-hmm. and then i had like some cut in my butt yeah my granny's like you about to give me a heart attack yeah. like you my mom was like she's 27 yeah like as an adult it's still like oh that's too right. much but it's like i'm not harming nobody right and it's it right. is what it is. It's my... I like the sweater. Yeah. And the je- like, it is. Same with me. I wear a little crop top. My mom's talking about I'm wearing, I'm wearing a baby shirt. <laughs> but that's... A, like, it's, it's so... I'm like, what... What what type of... Um, orgasmic feeling are you getting from looking at my stomach? <laughs> we it's all so, got stomachs. It's so deeply ingrained. Like, this sense of, like... Don't wear this and don't do that. Right. You gotta look like that. No, no, no. Like, just let people be. Just let people be. Yeah. But then it gets worse. Oh my God. We move into the era of hip hop. Oh my God. We move into the hair era of hip hop. Do you have a. Yeah, it's a PowerPoint. Not the girls. I didn't make it. <laughs> Not the girls. I have power, but... it a power. There's a PowerPoint that I okay. saw. Mm-hmm. Some good That's good. Mm-hmm. It's kind of all over the place, but. We have the rise of hip hop. This is someone actually made a point. I can't remember it verbatim, but they were talking about how, as a black woman, when you're consuming genres like hip hop, you there's a level of like a level of like um, thoughtlessness, like oh, like you dissonance. Can't, you can't yeah, think you, about it too much because, because otherwise you you'll be pressed. To the words yeah. that these men are saying is a lot of yeah, yeah, yeah. Is yeah. bitch this. Hold that, lick on my this, suck on my that. <laughs> <laughs> Damn, you know? Yeah, yeah. Like you do have to, literally, you gotta listen for the beat. That's all we are reduced to. It's in every rap song. Yeah. It, like most, like I would say like a good 90, 99%. And fetish, if not something negative about us, it's yeah. something fetishy about somebody else and how yeah. they're so glad that they got that right. other thing that's not us. It's like, oh, right. Okay. It's like the other they women, they get all the, oh, I got a yeah. nice little, but for us, yeah. it's like, they're the desirable yeah. ones, but then you get to talking about the black girls got, and God forbid you dark skin is, it's over got, for you. Yeah. It's over for you. Yeah. But in the, in the rise of hip hop, you have all these 
raunchy ass lyrics like Uncle Luke and even Snoop Dogg yeah. and yeah. oh my god, remember Nelly's tip drill video? Mm. That shit caused when he swiped that credit card down that girl booty. <laughs> <laughs> Granted, she gave him consent to, but yeah. it's just like yeah. it's... what was being portrayed. Yeah, I feel like hip- I, well, I can't blame hip hop. I could blame social media for like the rise of like bbl culture and just like so i feel like we taking a swing like we are on the other side but i don't know i that's what's romanticized that's what's you know fetishized these days yeah so in this whole genre of hip hop, then you have the rise of video vixens. So that's and that's where the tutu mm-hmm. and you have are. the like the Melissa Fords of the world, the the Buffy's, the mm-hmm. you know the Karen, yeah, Superhead, um, yeah. Stephens, and then she comes out with that book. It's just like yeah. you cannot get away from the narrative of sex, and you cannot get away from it being such a negative association to black women because of how all the videos are portraying us and you know how the women are going out even like i said it's all a personal choice but like the way society is viewing how we're acting it's like yeah i feel so negative i feel like we see i think and for whatever reason this made me think of the concept of a pick me anybody who doesn't know what a pick me is is like somebody who goes out of their way for like the attention of Of the other sex and like to Mm -hmm. make them feel like oh you're right i feel like there's one side of pick me's that's like super duper modest like oh no you need to cover up and this and the other but i feel like low-key we are in the era of the opposite end of the pick me the like let me get my booty and let me do the most not because I want right. this. Not because I'm going to feel good, but because I think that you will like me more exactly. if I have this. It's exactly. like, okay, you're just as bad as them on the other end. Like, that's yeah. not about you. Yeah. That's about you attracting them. Someone, and it's... There's definitely, like, a, a clear BBL to rapper girlfriend baby mama pipeline. It is. It I, is. At least in the black community. It's, like, so evident. Yeah. You get all... Doo, 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 Ain't nothing wrong with that because some of these girls be looking good as hell. Yeah. But it's at the core, it's the reason why. And why, ladies? If you're sitting on your BBL booty right now, tell us why. No, I'm, <laughs> I'm just kidding. Get your BBL kidding. in peace. But because it's such a dangerous surgery, get it for the right reason. Get it, get for, it for you. you. If you want it, yes, it do you. that. If you always wanted that extra. But if you're like, oh, I'm going to attract me a. We, oh my God, we had went to a Bulls game mm-hmm. a few weeks ago. A girl was in there with clearly a BBL booty. Do you know, mind you, this what? is a basketball game. Everybody's yeah. in here in their jerseys, their sweats, they're comfortable. She had on a black thong with some see-through pants. A black thong? A black thong. And some see-through pants. At the basketball game, because she was like, okay, either you just really needed your butt out because it was it was freezing that day. Either you really needed it out for your own self-esteem and yeah. comfort and happiness, or you were there trying to get chose. Which that happens a lot. So I'm saying, like, do what you please, but try and do it for you because doing it for these men, my goodness, it's not the way. In all of this, we I know we've talked about a lot about what the sexualization of black girls is where it starts kind of how it operates in society but we cannot move away from the fact that because society views black women as 
promiscuous, sexual, uh, more mature than white women, it allows us to experience violence at an astronomical level. And it breeds people like R. Kelly. Have we talked about him before? Mm, yes. Plenty. Uh, we have, but people like him for 20, 30 years, this man was doing this shit with these young girls, young underage girls. Out in the open. Like, and everybody knew. knew it. And people people didn't say anything. It's like, oh, that's They didn't crazy. say anything. Because he was doing it to young black girls. No one cares about young black girls. And that's a bold claim to make, but it's very true. It's true. And you look at it. People turned it on them. Like, yeah. oh, they're fast. Like, they, why were they even dealing with the right. older? Like, okay, so we're just going to act like he played no role in this. Exactly. And which is why he continued to get away with it for so long and why he was so bold. I even saw him on video once saying, um, if talking about um the new charges that had come up against them saying something along the lines of um if they were gonna get me they should have got me 30 years ago so he's acknowledging that like oh y'all knew i've been doing this for a long time and even when the whole tape came out we were we was young at least we have the excuse to be young and naive when that whole tape came out with him and that 14 year old girl doing whatever the hell they was doing on that video instead of discouraging that behavior people may extra copies of the DVD. It was in the beauty People were around. selling it in They're the beauty shop. about it like it's just so, you know, like, did we're you on the view the... and it's just the next topic. Yeah. But you're not, is it not registering that this is a 14-year-old girl she legally in no state in America Could. can consent to that type of yeah. behavior. Yeah. Was most likely coerced in yeah. this, Had that, and the third. So it's like, you know, so it's like, where does the responsibility in this topic, where does that fall? Yeah. Does it fall on us, the black girls, the black women? Does it fall on, you know, our community? Does it fall on our parents? Does it fall on our, Where does it fall? Yeah. Because no one seems to take any responsibility or um, face any kind of, like, backlash except for the people that the shit happens to. Yeah. It's true. It's true. I, I'll, there's a another stereotype that was not relevant to this, but the mad black women. So I think about it like, Okay, either you are being harmed, yeah, you or you're being manipulated or whatever, or you take a firm stance and like I'm not gonna go. Then it's like, oh, you mad, right. like oh, you difficult, right? Like okay, so what are we supposed to do? Right, and you're like, we can't feel just emotions. sit and just like we Ooh. can't, we can't feel. We're not allowed be a to be mannequin. We're not allowed to feel emotions. That's not what we're here for. Mannequin challenge. All to life. Literally. Yes. We're supposed to carry Exist. everybody else on our backs. Like what like we just talked about whether it be the black men in our community, whether it be being a servant to the white man, being the um opposite of what white girls are seeing. Like we yeah. don't have safe spaces, not in our families, not it's we don't we're not safe anywhere. And that is the sexualization the sexualization of black girls and black women. And no answer, no resolve. <laughs> there, yeah, just there's, a, there's no, like, hey, so shrinking. that's what we think about it. That's that's, that's our opinion. <laughs> because the people that need to change aren't the people that it's happening to. And that's the hard part. You can't change other people. No. You can give all the suggestions in the world. If people don't want to implement it. Then it don't even, do? yeah. What the fuck you going to do? And in relation to the R. Kelly comment, Chance the Rapper... I don't like him. What did he do? 
when he said um, on that interview something along the lines of he didn't really because I think he had done a song with R. Kelly or like had worked with him in I some capacity. I could be wrong on that. I might fact check, fact check myself. Um, but he basically said he didn't really see it as that big of an issue. And I'm paraf- uh, paraphrasing here because it was happening with dark skinned black girls. Are you kidding me? When he said that, when this the whole was years, R. Kelly thing, he was, was like he really said, happening. "Oh, I don't feel bad because," or he didn't feel like called to action because it was happening to that. He was saying it in a way of like. Oh, this is a learning moment for me. But I'm like, that's not a learning moment. He said, oh, so he. Yeah, it was something. He said, that. I have a colorism problem. Yes. And so I didn't think it mattered. And then came back. Oh, you guys took it out of context. There's really not what? much context you can get <laughs> from like, that sentence. Uh, I'm like trying to figure out how does my color have to do with me being harmed what? by a grown ass man. Chance. Well, and this, and this, and this supposed time. to be like the Christian boy or whatever the fuck. You messed me with that shit. I, I'm already weary of people that use religion as like a, a selling point anyway. Yeah, yeah. Oh my but God. yeah, it's just like, what? Damn, it's like, who the fuck is on our side? We on our side, but that doesn't mean much in this world, does it? I can't believe he said that. I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah. I thought he was like a good dude. No. Chancellor, please. So, that's terrible. Okay, well, that's what we have to say that's our topic today i think um and i'm learning more as of lately that if this isn't your experience you might not put the dots together yeah so like thank you anyone for listening who one this is your experience and you feel hurt and you feel seen you feel like okay exactly i've been thinking that my whole life and thank you for listening to anyone who this is not your experience so now you can be more cognizant of how you interact with black women because it really be we be going through it like, we be going like through it oh my god so it's really really sad it is quite sad it. it is sad but I mean it's but, the yeah. life that yeah. we live if like, you're in a group that doesn't have to deal with this be thankful but also act as a ally yeah in some nature like yeah. if you see some shit happening stand up. Because we stand up for ourselves all the time, but we just don't get hurt. People don't want to hear from us. And we have to pick up. And I hate the statement, pick your battles. Because I'm like, well, but that's. But we really do have to pick our battles. Like, okay, somebody said something outlandish to me. Am I going to let it ruin my day? Because I want to go off right now. Or do I just decide to be calm? Because that's the easier thing to do. But if there's someone else there who can be like, that was foul. And then I don't even have to do it. That yeah feels so good like okay mm-hmm. thank you very much because i'm sick of having to stand yeah. up for myself so if you could be that person call out person. the other people thank you please yeah, a bitch like me gonna cuss you out period <laughs> that's gonna make my day better <laughs> <laughs> no i'm, I'm so turning a left cheek you turn a left cheek they're gonna still hit your ass so i'm all about i'm hey i'm I'm all about the violence over here. I feel like in a regular violence. in a regular day context, yeah. But when you start to get in the professional world yeah. and all these things, it's just so much more complex than if it's somebody on the street. Okay, yeah. But if I don't know, it's layered. But anyways, yeah. So that that's our thoughts on that. Thank you guys for listening Thank to us. So Tell us some thoughts. Tag us on Twitter at Read the Room Pod. Is it podcast? You can tag. Pod. You can do a tag. Pod. 
Oh, I meant like a tag, like a hashtag. Oh, you want us to make a hashtag? Yeah, we should do a hashtag. What's it going to be? Hashtag We The Room Pod. Okay. If you listen to this episode and you have some thoughts, hashtag oh, that'd be Read cute. The Room Pod, whatever your thoughts are. That'd be cute. We'll Tell follow us. up with you, all that good stuff. You can follow us on Twitter at Read The Room Pod. Instagram is the same thing, at Read The Room Pod. Gmail, you email us, professional, at work, listening to it. <laughs> so you can be on the computer typing right. and everybody think you're working. Every Read the room, room pod at gmail.com. Yeah. All of our links are on our Instagram. Go check us out. Thank y'all so much for the love in the last Right. Week. We went viral off that. Merv yes. reposted or something. So I just reposted something about the Shout the out to friendship shit. What's her name for that tweet? No, that yes. shit took the fuck off. And we appreciate y'all so much. We got a bunch of new roommates. We did. It. Thanks yeah. and welcome. Yes. Welcome to those who are new. Thanks for returning. For those who've been rocking with us for the last we're going to do this a year and some change. So, but yeah, let us know what you think about this episode. But until then, we'll talk to y'all next time. Bye. See you later.